Amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you for joining us for this um, first ELO Abundant Life Online worship experience of uh, this um, new year 2024. We're truly thankful to the Lord, truly excited about all that the Lord has done for us and all that He is doing and all of His promises and everything that He's looking to fulfill in our lives in this season. Glory to God. I hope you are standing wherever you are. Let's, um, let's go over our 2024 confessions together, if you will, please. Hallelujah. I hope you have it. Glory to God. Glory to God. Let's do it together. Two, three, go. 2024 is my year of God-class exploits and the year of the fourth man. I am God's offspring, and in him I live and move and have my being. I am no ordinary or natural person. I am a supernatural, extraordinary being born of the seed of God himself. I have the seed of God in me. I produce after God's kind, and I overcome the world. I am a chosen generation a royal priesthood, a holy nation, and a peculiar people. I am the light of the world and the salt of the earth. I represent Jesus. I speak for Jesus. I stand for Jesus. I reign with Jesus. The fourth man will be with me in the fire. What happens to ordinary people may happen to me, but I will have supernatural outcomes. The fourth man has made me a god to the natural elements of this world. Situations ordinary people cannot survive will become my stepping stones to glory testimonies. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. The king's shout is within me, and the lion's roar is rolling out of me. I raise the roof with my praise. I cry out and shout for joy. The greatest one lives here. I am feeding and reigning at a higher level. I have spiritual jurisdiction here. I take authority over this. Peace be still in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. For the Lord God will help me. Therefore shall I not be confounded Therefore have I set my face like a flint, and I know that I shall not be ashamed. This is my year of covenant release. I am under cover. No satanic plan against me. No divination against my household will ever prevail. In due season, and even now, the world will proclaim what wonders God has done for them. I am shielded. I'm protected from every misfortune. I am under cover. The evil viper released into the world in these last days will not touch me. I am under cover. I am inoculated and vaccinated with a booster shot of the covenant. I am under cover. I am prospered, protected, and preserved in the ark. I am under cover. I shake the viper into the fire of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. 
I am under cover in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 2024 is my year of uncommon provision. I am blessed in all things. Jehovah Jireh will see to it. I am finding favor in unexpected places. And I see the ram caught in a thicket. The barrel of meal shall not waste. And the cruise of oil shall not fail. Until the Lord sends rain upon the earth. God is sending rain on my field. And there shall be showers of blessings. I am one with God. And I possess what God possesses. I have the spirit of adoption. He is my father. And I am a joint heir with Christ. I have real estate in heaven. And I have real estate on the earth. I lift my hand up to El Elyon, the most high God, possessor of heaven and earth. My God has made me rich. This will be a year of broken boundaries and unlimited reach. The boundaries are broken and the limits are off. See, God has given me the cities and the walls of Jericho are falling. Hallelujah. Humanly speaking, it is impossible, but not with God. For with God, all things, everything is possible. Kayo de Tadeshi, I prophesy over you today. Your dwellings are lovely and your homes are beautiful. You will spread out like rivers, like gardens by a river, like sweet-smelling aloes that the Lord himself planted, and like strong cedar trees by the waters. You will pour water out of your own buckets and have your own channels of rich blessing and plenty. Your offspring will dwell by many waters, and your life and legacy will be exalted and established. The God who brought you out of captivity has the strength of a wild bull, and he will destroy your adversaries and crush their bones. You are like a lion who couches in rest after winning the victory, and who dares disturb you. Blessed of the Lord is anyone who blesses you, and you have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. 2024 is my year of God-class exploit, and this is the year of the fourth man. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Please go ahead and be seated. Hallelujah. It's always uh, such an exciting time to come together um, with the saints around the Word of God during our ALO services. And um, glory to God. Glory to God. What a, an amazing year uh, 2024 has been already. This confession is so powerful and um, by itself is a whole sermon. And every time I go through it and every time I read it, recite it, or even try to remember it offhand, it, it, it creates such, an, such, um, uh, such a powerful anointing uh, just around me, just great power and authority behind the words in this confession. I'm so thankful to the Lord. 
And I believe these words are working in your life as they are working in mine. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Can somebody say amen? Hallelujah. Go ahead and say amen. Hallelujah. I'm excited about the word of God today. I hope you are as well. I want to uh, uh, take us on a journey uh, through our ELO services um, this year in 2024. Uh, we'll see how the Holy Spirit directs us as the year progresses. But I want to take some time beginning from this particular ELO Sunday to talk to you about what I have titled the fourth man. The fourth man. Can you say those words with me wherever you are today? The fourth man. The fourth man. Say one more time. The fourth man. The fourth man. Glory to God. Let's go and read together in Daniel chapter 3. And we're going to read from verse 22. Daniel chapter 3 and from verse 22. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent, I'm reading from the, from the King James Version, because the king's commandment was urgent and the furnace exceeding hot, the flame of the fire slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar, the king, was astonished, and he rose up in haste, and he spoke and said unto his counselors, Did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, True, O king. He answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning fairy furnace and spoke and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you servants of the Most High God, come forth and come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth out of the midst of the fire. And the princes and governors and captains and the kings and counselors being gathered together saw these men upon whose bodies the fire had no power. They saw these three men upon whose bodies the fire had no power, nor was a hair of their head singed, neither was their coats changed, nor the smell of fire had passed upon them. Oh, glory to God. They saw these men, they saw these men whose bodies the fire had no power over. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The king said, did we not throw, this is verse 25, in verse 24, verses 24 and 25, he said, did we not cast three men into the midst of the fire? We cast only three men. They answered and said to the king, True, O king. He answered and said, How come I see four men loose, walking, <laughs> walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt? We threw three men into the fire, 
but I see four men lose in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt. And the fourth, the form, the appearance of the fourth is like the Son of God. Praise God for the person and the ministry of the fourth man. The fourth man was the reason for which the three men who were thrown into the fire, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, were loose in the fire, and the fire had no power over them. The hair was not sinked. There was no smell of fire upon them. Their clothes were not burned. They were in the burning, hot, fiery furnace of this fire. The fire was so fiery that even the people that threw them into the fire died because of the flames of the fire. And yet these three men, these three men had no hurt because of the fourth man. Because of the fourth man. Hallelujah. Thank God for the person and the ministry of the fourth man. Now, the reason we can talk about the fourth man in this story today is because of the three men. The first man, the second man, and the third man. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These three men were so dedicated to the covenant of God they could not be corrupted. These three men, three young men, they were young men. They were not older men. They were young men. They were so dedicated to the covenant and to God, the almighty God, that they could not be corrupted by anything going on around their lives. There is no manifestation of the fourth man without the dedication of the first, the second, and the third man. They were so dedicated, they could not be corrupted. They were so dedicated, they could not be corrupted. They were so dedicated, they could not be corrupted. They were so dedicated, they could not be corrupted. You see right there, above, just a few verses before where we started reading, in, um, in, verse, in this same chapter 3 and verse 16, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer you in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fairy furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But if not, let it be known unto you, O king, that we will not serve your gods, nor worship the golden image that you have set up. They were so dedicated, they could not be corrupted. You know, even in the beginning of this entire book of Daniel, in Daniel chapter 1 from verse 6 to 8, you see their dedication, you see their devotion. In verse 6, now among these were the children of Judah, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, unto whom the prince of the eunuchs gave names, for he gave unto Daniel the name Belteshazzar, and to Hananiah of Shadrach, and to Mishael of Meshach, 
and to Azariah of Abednego. Verse 8. But Daniel and the three boys proposed in their heart that they would not defile themselves with the portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which the king drank. Therefore, he requested of the eunuch, he requested of the prince of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. And because of their dedication, they were so dedicated, they could not be corrupted. You see later on in verse 17 to 20, God had brought them into so much favor because of their dedication to God's covenant. In verse 17, the Bible says, As for these four children, God gave them knowledge and skill in all learning and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. Now at the end of the days that the king has said he would bring them in, then the prince of the eunuchs brought them in before Nebuchadnezzar. And the king communed with them, and among them all was found none like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Therefore stood they before the king, and in all matters of wisdom and understanding, that the king inquired of them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and astrologers that were in all his realm. They were so dedicated, they could not be corrupted. You know, in Daniel chapter 11 and verse 32 is really one of our theme scriptures for the entire year, uh, 2024. He says there, and such as do wickedly against the covenant shall the king corrupt by flatteries. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. In the Amplified, he says there in verse 32, and such as violate the covenant, he shall pervert and seduce with flatteries. But the people who know their God shall prove themselves strong and shall stand firm and do exploits for God. Obviously, the three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, as well as Daniel, they knew their God. They refused to be corrupted because they were very dedicated. And the Bible says because they knew their God, they were strong and they did exploits. We read about their exploits right through the book of Daniel. Hallelujah. I thank God for the first, the second, and the third men. I thank God for Daniel. I thank God for all of these heroes of faith about whom uh, a lot of the book of Daniel is devoted. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. It's because of their dedication and their devotion that the fourth man became manifest in their lives. And I'm so thankful for their lives today. And I give God praise and glory for men and women like that that will stand up in every generation. That will be so dedicated that they cannot be corrupted. That they will be so dedicated to God that they cannot be corrupted by the God of this world. They will be so, they will be so dedicated to the King of Kings, the King of Glory, that they will not be perverted. They will not be corrupted by this evil system, the evil system of the world 
in which we live. Thank God for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. However, we are not talking about them today. The focus of our services, ALO services, right through um, this year until the Lord changes our direction, is the fourth man. I thank God for the first man, the second man, the third man in that fire. But we're not talking about them. Our focus is the fourth man. Who is the fourth man? Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Jesus Christ, the Anointed One. Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God. is the one we call the fourth man. Hallelujah. The Bible describes him in Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 8. As he, this, this is the way he puts it. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Thank God for Jesus Christ, who is the same yesterday and today and forever. He has never changed. He was the fourth man in that burning fairy furnace. Hallelujah. He was the fourth man. He is still the fourth man today, and he will be the fourth man forever. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. I am excited, very excited, overly excited to present to you the fourth man, to talk to you about the fourth man, to preach to you about the fourth man, to teach the word of God about the fourth man. I am elated, elated in my spirit. I am overly, overly excited, exuberant in my spirit to be able to devote time to talking to you about the fourth man. The fourth man, he is Emmanuel, God with us. Emmanuel, God with us. In Isaiah chapter 7 and verse 14. Isaiah chapter 7 and verse 14. These are a couple of the prophecies that came ahead of his birth. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 7 and verse 14. Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Emmanuel is God with us. God with us. Look at it again. Therefore the Lord, Isaiah, the prophet, was prophesying about the birth of the fourth man, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the same yesterday and today and forever. And he said, therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son 
and shall call his name Emmanuel. Just a couple of chapters later, in chapter 9 and from verse 6 and 7, he continues to prophesy about the fourth man, the Son of God. He said, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. The fourth man is all that and so much more. Look at that. Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, of the increase of his government and peace. There shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it, to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform it. The fourth man, he is wonderful. The fourth man, he is counselor. The fourth man, he is the mighty God. The fourth man, he is the everlasting father. The fourth man, he is the prince of peace. He is all that and so much more. Praise God for the person and the ministry of the fourth man. Wonderful. Counselor. Everlasting father. Prince of peace. Emmanuel. God with us. All that and so much more. The fourth man. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. All that and so much more Jesus is to us today. All that and so much more Jesus has always been through every generation. All that and so much more Jesus will be forever and ever and ever. The fourth man. Emmanuel, God with us, the fourth man, wonderful, counselor, everlasting father, prince of peace, prince of peace, glory, glory. He's the root of David. Hallelujah. He's the bright and the morning star. Glory to God. He's the lily of the valley. Hallelujah. He's the seed of the the woman. He is the Lamb of God. He is the third person of the triune God. The third person of the Godhead. He is Jesus. The same yesterday, today, and forever. And this Jesus has connected himself to you and to me inextricably by his covenant. You want to know why the fourth man showed up in that furnace to rescue and deliver the first, the second, and the third man? You want to know why the fourth man showed up with all his glory in that furnace? So that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were not hurt by the fire. So that even the hair on their heads 
were not sinked. They did not even feel the touch of fire so that their clothes were not burned. There was not even a smell of fire. He insulated them. He inoculated them. He vaccinated them against the fairy furnace. That's the fourth man. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. You know why he was there with them in that furnace? Because he is inextricably connected to you and to me as he was to them by his covenant. Inextricably, he's joined, completely joined at the hip, completely, inextricably, will not be separated from them of his own will. He's inextricably connected and joined to you and to me by his covenant. By his covenant. If you back up, from Isaiah chapter 9, where we just were, to Isaiah chapter 8 and verse 18. Look at what he said. This is a, 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 a prophetic word about the Messiah, about the fourth man, about Jesus. Behold, I and the children whom the Lord has given me, we are for signs and for wonders in Israel. From the Lord of hosts who dwells. In Mount Zion. Behold, I and the children. He is inextricably connected to you and to me by his covenant. As he was inextricably connected to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the furnace by his covenant, he is inextricably connected to you and to me by his covenant. Behold, I and the children. Whom the Lord has given me, we are for signs and for wonders in Israel. From the Lord of hosts, which dwell in Mount Zion. You remember? He is wonderful. Counselor. Everlasting Father. Prince of Peace. Wonderful. And his wonder, which he is full of, has been made available to you because he is inextricably connected to you by his covenant. So he is for signs and wonders and you and I are for signs and wonders. Why? Because he is inextricably connected to us by his covenant. Hallelujah. 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 That is, he would never leave us of his own will. He will never abandon us of his own will. Even in the furnace, he will be there with us. Even in the flood, he will be there with us. No matter what is going on in our world, he will be there with us. He is inextricably connected with us by his covenant. The Bible says we are raised up together with him in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 6. And we are seated Together with him, we are raised up together. He is inextricably connected to us by his covenant. We are raised up together with him in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 6. And God has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. 
where Jesus sits is where we sit. When Jesus was raised up, we were raised up. He is inextricably connected to us by his covenant, the fourth man. Hallelujah. The fourth man. I want to read from Hebrews. I want us to read from Hebrews chapter 2. It's a fairly long one. I'm going to read this from the New Living Translation. Um, Hebrews chapter 2 from verse 9. And I'm going to read this all the way to verse 17. Hebrews chapter 2 from verse 9. Hallelujah. He is inextricably connected to us by his covenant. He is inextricably connected to us. He's joined to us and he will not leave of his own will. The only way the fourth man does not show up in the burning fairy furnace is that we walk away from him. The only way Emmanuel is not God with us is that we walk away from him. The only way the prince of peace his peace is not available to us. The only way, wonderful, counselor, everlasting father, the only way, the one who is made for signs and wonders, does not manifest his signs and wonders in your life or in my life, is that we walk away from him of our own will and we refuse to be connected. We refuse to be dedicated like the Hebrew boys were, like the three Hebrew boys were. He is inextricably connected to us. By his covenant. Hebrews chapter 2 from verse 9. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. I'm going to read all the way to verse 17. So let's read this together. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm going to read it very slowly. I'm not in a hurry. I'm talking to you about the fourth man. Glory to God. I'm talking to you about Jesus Christ. The Son of God. Emmanuel. The same yesterday. Today. And forever. Praise God for the person and praise God for the ministry of the fourth man. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 9 in the New Living Translation. What we do see is Jesus, who for a little while was given a position a little lower than the angels, and because he suffered death for us. He is now crowned with glory and honor. Yes, by God's grace, Jesus tasted death for every one of us. Verse 10, God for whom and through whom everything was made, chose to bring many children into glory. And it was only right that he should make this Jesus, the fourth man, through his suffering, a perfect leader fit to bring them into their salvation. So now Jesus and the ones he makes holy have the same father. That is why Jesus is not ashamed to call them his brothers and his sisters. We are inextricably connected with him by his covenant. He is not ashamed. He has, he has, he has made us holy and we have the same Holy Father as our Father. He is not ashamed to call us his brothers and sisters. For he said to God, I will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters. I will praise you among your assembled people. 
verse, verse 13, he also said, I will put my trust in him. That is, I and the children that God has given to me. Verse 14, because God's children are human beings made of flesh and blood, the son also became flesh and blood for only as a human being could he die. And only by dying could he break the power of the devil who had the power of death. Think about it for a minute, child of God. Because we were human beings and because we are human beings made of flesh and blood, the Son of God, Emmanuel, also became flesh and blood so that as a human being, he could die. And by dying, he could break the power of the devil who had the power of death. Hallelujah. Verse 15. Only in this way could he set free all who have lived all their lives as slaves to the fear of dying. Verse 16, we also know that the son did not come to help angels. That's not why he came. He didn't come to this world. He didn't come as the fourth man. He didn't come as Emmanuel. He didn't come as wonderful, everlasting father, prince of peace, to help angels. He came to help you and me, the seeds and the children of Abraham. We know, verse 16 says, he, that the son did not come to help angels. He came to help the descendants of Abraham. Verse 17, therefore it was necessary for him to be made in every respect like us, his brothers and sisters, so that he could be our merciful and faithful high priest before God. Then he could offer a sacrifice that would take away the sins of God's people. The fourth man was and has been and is inextricably connected to you and to me by his covenant. Glory be to God. Jesus became like you so he could save you, deliver you, and then make you like himself. The Bible says, because we were flesh and blood, human beings, he also became flesh and blood so he could save us, so he could deliver us, so he could destroy the power of the devil over our lives. Jesus became like you so he could save you, deliver you, and then make you like himself. You are for signs and for wonders. The fourth man will make a God out of you because he is inextricably connected with you and with me by his covenant. The fourth man will make a God out of you. I really love the fourth paragraph of our 2024 confessions. It says, the fourth man will be with me in the fire. What happens to ordinary people may happen to me, but I will have supernatural outcomes. The fourth man has made me a god to the natural elements of this world. Situations ordinary people cannot survive will become my stepping stones 
to glory testimonies in Jesus' mighty name. Do you have your confession? I want us to read that, that fourth paragraph again. Glory to God. The third paragraph again. Hallelujah. The fourth man will be with me in the fire. I want you to personalize this for yourself. I want you to say it. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. The Lord is getting us ready. The fourth man is getting us ready. Is getting us ready for some unusual, for some uncommon encounters in the supernatural. The fourth man is getting us ready. I want you to say boldly. I want you to say boldly. I want you to, I want you to say it over yourself boldly. Say it. Say the fourth man will be with me in the fire. What happens to ordinary people may happen to me, but I will have supernatural outcomes. The fourth man has made me a god to the natural elements of this world. Situations ordinary people cannot survive will become my stepping stones to glory testimonies. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hallelujah. You know, the fourth man has made you a god to the elements of this world. Situations ordinary people experience, they may happen to you, but you will have supernatural outcomes. You will have supernatural outcomes. Look at the three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were thrown into the fire. That's a situation that can happen to ordinary people. But their outcome was not the same outcome that ordinary people have. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had supernatural outcomes. Supernatural outcomes. And the situation that happened to them became stepping stones to glory testimonies. That's why we're preaching about it today. That's why we're talking about the fourth man today. It's because the attack and the situations that happened in the lives of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, as difficult, as terrible, as confounding, as threatening as they were, became stepping stones to their glory testimonies. Well, I declare to you, child of God, that will be your situation. I declare to you that will be your portion. The fourth man has made you a god to the element of this world. Hallelujah. What happens to, the, to ordinary people may happen to you, but you, you, I'm talking to you, you will have supernatural outcomes. You will have supernatural outcomes. What happens to ordinary people may happen to you, but your outcome will be different from the outcome of ordinary people. You will experience something different. You will experience the power of the Almighty God. The fourth man will show up in your furnace. The fourth man will show up in your furnace. The fourth man will show up in your Red Sea. The fourth man will show up at the brink of your Jericho. The fourth man will show up in the prison. The fourth man will be there wherever you need him. In the name of Jesus. Can somebody wave your hands and say, Hallelujah, that's me, that's me, Hallelujah, that's me, that's me, that's me. The fourth man has made you a God to the natural elements of this world. Situations ordinary people cannot survive 
will become your stepping stones to glory testimonies in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You want to know why? Because the fourth man already conquered the devil, the God of this world. Because the fourth man already conquered this world. The fourth man already bruised the head of the serpent. The fourth man already gave you the victory. You are inextricably connected to him by his covenant. Therefore, his victory is your victory. His authority is your authority. His deity is your deity. His anointing is your anointing. You are inextricably connected with him. Therefore, his deity is your deity. His authority is your authority. His immortality is your immortality. His anointing is your anointing. Hallelujah. I want to say this one more time. You are inextricably connected with him, with the fourth man, with the son of God, Emmanuel. Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus Christ the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. You are inextricably connected to him by a covenant. Therefore, his deity is your deity. Therefore, his authority is your authority. Therefore, his immortality is your immortality. Therefore, his anointing is your anointing. Hallelujah. Can somebody raise their hand and say, Thank you, Lord. Say, Thank you, Father. Say, Thank you, Lord Jesus. Say, Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for the ministry of the fourth man. Thank you for the person of the fourth man. Thank you for the glory of God on the fourth man that has been released over my life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You want to know why? Why his victory is your victory? You want to know why? Everything that belongs to him belongs to you. You want to know why? You are a sign and a wonder and he has made that to be so. Because the fourth man was and is the seed of the woman. The fourth man was and is the seed of the woman. The fourth man was and is the seed of the woman. Let's read from Genesis chapter 3 verses 13, verses 14 and 15. And I'm going to read this from the New King James Version. Genesis chapter 3 verses 14 and 15. From the New King James Version, Genesis. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the Lord said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed more than all cattle and more than every beast of the field. On your belly you shall go. And you shall eat dust all the days of your life. I need to call something to your attention. I'm going to read that verse again. These two verses again. But I got to give, bring something to your attention. Now, I hope you are a good student of the word of God. There is something in the Bible that is called the law of double mention. The law of double mention. That is, it is the, the, a number of circumstances 
and a number of situations in the word of God where the Lord is speaking to or he's speaking about two different persons at the same time. One can be a living representative that is visible and yet the other can be an invisible spirit, force, or personality that you can't readily see with your natural eyes, but by the Lord speaking to this visible person that you can see, he is also speaking to the invisible person that you cannot see. The law, it's called the law of double mention. You see right through the scriptures. And as we go through our study of the fourth man, we might refer to this in the future. But I want you to know, the Lord is speaking to a serpent. It was the serpent that beguiled Eve. It was the serpent that deceived Eve. But it wasn't just the serpent, the living creature. It was also a spiritual force that was operating through the serpent. So as God was placing judgment upon this creature, this creature, the serpent, he was also placing judgment upon this person, this spiritual force, spiritual personality that could not be seen with the, visible, the natural eyes. He was also speaking judgment over them. It's a law of double mention. So he said in verse chapter 3 and verse 14, So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, remember he's talking to the serpent, but he's also talking to Satan. He's talking to the serpent, but he's also talking to, he's talking to the serpent that can be seen, but he's also talking to Satan that cannot be seen. Because you have done this, you are cursed more than all cattle and more than every beast of the field. On your belly you shall go and you shall eat dust all the days of your life. Verse 15, and I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head. And you shall bruise his heel. He's saying this to the serpent, but he's actually also saying it to Satan. I will put enmity. That enmity is still between us today. There's enmity between us. Humans created in the image of God. Born of God. Born of the seed of God. Children of God. There's enmity between us and Satan. That serpentile spirit. That deceiver. Lucifer. The liar. There is enmity between us. He continually tries to hurt our heels. He, tries to, he continually tries to hurt the vulnerable in the body of Christ. And we are authorized to bruise his head. We are authorized to hurt him. Hallelujah. He said, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his head. Now, the seed of the woman was the fourth man. Jesus conquered the devil and gave us the victory over him. Hallelujah. That law of double reference, double mention, was speaking to Jesus, but was also referring 
to his seed that will come after him. The seed of the woman will bruise the head of the serpent. The seed of the woman will bruise the head of the serpent. Because of the fourth man, you and I will conquer the world. Because of the fourth man, you and I will have victory over every form of satanic operation. You and I will have the upper hand in life because of the fourth man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You remember what Jesus said in John chapter 16 and verse 33. Take up, lift up your hand for just one minute. Say, thank you, Lord, for the fourth man. Thank you, Lord, for the fourth man. Thank you for Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Say it one more time. Say, thank you, Lord, for Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for Jesus. The one who was, who is, and who is forevermore. Thank you, Lord, for wonderful, for counselor, for the everlasting father, for the prince of peace. Thank you, Lord, for Emmanuel, God with us. Thank you, Lord, for the fourth man. Thank you, Lord, for the seed of the woman. Hallelujah. Remember, you are inextricably connected to Jesus by a covenant. You are inextricably connected to Jesus by his covenant. Look at John chapter 16 and verse 33. Jesus said, this is the King James, these things I have spoken unto you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. The Amplified says you will have trials, tribulation, trial, distress, frustration. He said, but be of good cheer. Rejoice, because I have overcome the world. Rejoice, because I have overcome the world. Rejoice, because I have overcome the world. The Amplified Bible says, take courage, be confident, certain, undaunted. For I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of power to harm you, and I have conquered it for you. Jesus has conquered the God of this world for you. The fourth man conquered the power of the fire for the three Hebrew boys. He has conquered the evil of this world for you. He has conquered the God of this world for you. He has conquered the God of this world for you. He has conquered the world for you. He says, listen, I have conquered the world. I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of power to harm you. And I have conquered it for you. Because of the fourth man, you can be a god to the elements of this world. Because of the fourth man, you can bruise the head of Satan. Because of the fourth man, you can live and reign in victory. You are raised up together with him. You are seated together with him in the heavenly places. Because of the fourth man, because of the seed of the woman, you can claim total and complete victory over every walk of the serpent, over every walk of Satan, who is the God of this world. Somebody say, that's me, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, I receive my victory. I receive my victory. I receive my victory. Look at Luke chapter 10. I'm going to begin to wrap this up right here. Look at Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10 
and verses 17 to 20. Let's read this from the Amplified Version. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 10 from verse 17 to 20. And the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the earth, hallelujah, glory to God. Let's just go right to the Amplified Bible here. Let's just read the Amplified Version from, from Luke chapter 10 from verse 17. I know I'm, I'm rushing. Glory to God. Luke chapter 10 from verse 17. The 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan falling like a lightning flash from heaven. Behold, I have given you authority and power to trample upon serpents and scorpions and physical and mental strength and ability and over all the power that the enemy possesses and nothing shall in any way harm you. Hallelujah. He said unto them, verse 18, I saw Satan falling like a lightning flash from heaven. Behold, verse 19, I have given you authority and power to trample upon serpents, to trample upon serpents and scorpions, and over all the power that the enemy possesses. And nothing shall in any way hurt you. Because of the fourth man, you have authority over every power that the enemy possesses. You will trample over serpents and scorpions. You will walk all over their head. You will bruise their head. You will bruise their head because of the fourth man. You know how he crushed? You know how the seed of the woman crushed the head of the, the serpent? You know how he crushed it? The Bible tells us, I want to read this as I begin to wrap this up, from the Tree of Life version. I want to read from Colossians chapter 2, verses 13 to 15. Colossians chapter 2, verses 13 to 15, from the Tree of Life version. Colossians, Colossians chapter 2, and verses 13 to 15. Hallelujah. And I want to read this from the Tree of Life version. This is how he bruised his head. Look at it. When you were dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made you alive together with him when he pardoned us all our transgressions. God made you alive together with him when he pardoned us all our transgressions. Verse 14. He wiped out the handwritten record of debts with the decrees against us, which was hostile to us. He took it away by nailing it to the cross. Verse 15. After disarming the principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in the cross. After disarming the principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in the cross. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us in 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, the, the B part, for this purpose, 
the Son of God was made manifest to destroy the evil works of the devil. For this purpose, the Son of God, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the fourth man, was made manifest to destroy the evil works of darkness. In Romans chapter 16 and verse 20, the Bible says, just like God bruised the head of Satan under the foot of Jesus, in a very short while from now, God will bruise Satan's head under you and me. Romans chapter 16 and verse 20. I'm going to read this real quick from the Amplified Version. Romans chapter 16 and verse 20. And the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, be with you. Because of the fourth man, the head of the serpent, the head of the God of this world has been crushed because of the fourth man. The God of this world has been conquered. Every element that operates under the authority of Satan has already been conquered for you. Every element. You have authority over every power of the enemy. You are inexplicable tricably joined and connected to the Son of God by His covenant. Let's close here today. The fourth man is the glory and is the grace of God. You belong to Jesus. You are one with Jesus and you belong to Jesus. Everything that belongs to Jesus belongs to you. I'm going to read my last scripture right here in John chapter 1. But I want to say that one more time. The fourth man is the glory of God. And he is the grace of God. You are one with Jesus. And you belong to Jesus. Everything that belongs to Jesus belongs to you. You are one with Jesus and you belong to Jesus. Everything that belongs to Jesus belongs to you. You are inextricably connected to the Son of God, the fourth man, by his covenant. Everything that belongs to Jesus belongs to you. His deity, his authority, his immortality, his anointing. Everything that belongs to Jesus belongs to you. Everything that belongs to Jesus belongs to you. His deity, his authority, his immortality, his anointing. Everything that belongs to Jesus belongs to you. Everything that belongs to the fourth man belongs to you. His deity his authority, his immortality, his anointing. Everything that belongs to Jesus belongs to you. Everything that belongs to Jesus belongs to you. His deity, his authority, 
his immortality, his anointing, everything that belongs to Jesus belongs to you. Can you say this with me? Everything, as we get ready to close, come on. Everything that belongs to Jesus belongs to me. Let's put it the other way. Everything that belongs to the fourth man belongs to me. Let's lift them. His deity, his authority, his immortality, his anointing. Let's say this one more time. Everything that belongs to the fourth man belongs to me. His deity, his authority, his immortality, his anointing. One more time. Everything that belongs to the fourth man, Jesus, belongs to me. His deity, his authority, his immortality, his anointing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet. Let's close out. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Everything that belongs to Jesus belongs to you. Everything that belongs to Jesus belongs to you. His deity, his authority, his immortality, his anointing, everything that belongs to Jesus belongs to you. Are you standing on your feet? Let's read together as we close out John chapter 1 from verse 12 in the Amplified. John chapter 1 from verse 12 in the Amplified. It will be on the screen. Just look on the screen right there. John chapter 1 from verse 12 to 14 and verse 16, all in the Amplified version. We're going to close out right here. Hallelujah. Listen to this. Listen to this. But to us many as did receive him, that's to you and to me, to as many, are you standing to your feet? Stand, stand. Are you standing on your feet? Stand up, stand up. Let's read this together. Read it on your screens, right on your screen. But as many as did receive and welcome him, he's talking about Jesus. He's talking about you. He gave the authority, the power, the privilege, the right to become the children of God. That is, to those who believe in him and to those who rely on his, on his name. Look at it. As many as did receive and welcome Jesus, he gave the authority, the power, the privilege, the right to become the children of God. That is, to all those who believe in his name. And who trust in him. Verse 13. Look at this closely. Who owe their birth. Neither to bloods. Nor to the will of the flesh. That of physical impulse. Nor to the will of man. That of a natural father. But to God. They are born of God. Look at it. You are born of God. You are born of God. You owe your birth. Not to physical impulses, not to the will of man, not to a natural father, biological father, but to God. You are born of God. Verse 14. And the word, Christ, the fourth man, he became flesh, human, incarnate, and he tabernacled 
and fixed his tent of flesh, lived for a while among us, and we actually saw his glory, his honor, his majesty, such glory as only be, as an only begotten son receives from his father, full of grace, favor, loving kindness, and truth. Verse 16. Verse 16. For out of his fullness is abundance. We have all received. We all had a share. And we were all supplied with one grace after another. Spiritual blessing upon spiritual blessing. And even favor and gift heaped upon gift. You are one with Jesus. You belong to Jesus. You are one with the fourth man. You belong to the fourth man. And everything that belongs to Jesus belongs to you. His deity, his authority, his immortality, his anointing and grace. His anointing and grace. Father, we thank you. Oh, saints, let's bless the name of the Lord for Jesus. Hallelujah. For the finished work at Calvary. Let's bless the name of the Lord for our Emmanuel. Let's bless the name of the Lord for the fourth man. Let's bless the name of the Lord for our everlasting Father, our Prince of Peace, wonderful Counselor. Let's bless the name of the Lord for Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Let's bless the name of the Lord for the fourth man, the seed of the woman, the one who is, who was, who is, and who is to come. Let's bless the name of the Lord for the victory. Let's thank God for the fourth man. Let's thank God we belong to Jesus. Everything that belongs to Jesus belongs to us. We are inextricably connected to him by his covenant. Everything that belongs to Jesus belongs to us. His deity, his authority, his immortality, his anointing and grace. Everything that belongs to Jesus belongs to us. Thank you, Lord, for the fourth man. Thank you, Father, for the fourth man. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Amen.